Welcome back. This is episode two of the Worldwide Ballers Fantasy Basketball League. We're going to do some intros. We have Brandon Barrett. What's going on? We have Mike, Mikey Vaccaro. Hello. And a special guest today, all the way from Denver, Colorado, Mr. Tyler Bruner. What's going on, guys? Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Huge, huge addition to the podcast today with Bruner in town. All right. Payouts have been decided. You had your chance to vote. Not everyone voted. Uh, but payouts are going to be $250 to first, $50 to second, and third place is going to get their money back. For all those late people that have not paid, if you don't pay in the 2020 year, every extra $10 is going to go to that first place person. People who haven't paid, I'm going to call you out. Dante, G, Q, and Mr. Brendan Shields. Everyone else, the other 12 have paid. Um, And with that being said, just uh, pay me Venmo, cash, text me. We'll figure it out. Moving right along. We all had uh, intros before we drafted on the, the greatest GIF. Everybody picked the GIF. Brandon, who, which one did you think had the best? I thought the funniest one was, was Corey's no-punch Kobe, just in the timing of the whole situation. I thought it was pretty good. So I'll, I'll go with Corey. Tyler, what was your favorite? Uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of my own, so I can't, uh, I'm pretty biased with that, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, no flinch Kobe is always a great gift. I'll give you a little credit, too. It was on brand with your team. Stanley dribbling was, was, uh, it was was good. good. It was very good. Appreciate it. Mikey, what's your favorite? I mean, at the end of the day, they're all decent, uh, but I'm going with Bruner. Stanley dribbling is one of the greatest, uh, office scenes potentially of all time. Um, people draw back to the office season one, and they say that you know the, the that season was the shittiest. But I think Stanley made that season what it was. To be honest with you, at the end of the day, so uh, I think that Bruner is going to take the cake, and he's going to win the best gift. It was a good one. I really liked yours, though, Mikey. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank the, you. the Billy Madison. <laughs> now you're all in big, big trouble. <laughs> I really liked that one. If you don't like Billy Madison, you can get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fuck you. Mm-hmm. And then some ones that I had a little question marks on. Ty, what, what are you doing there with Katie? I, no sense. I don't think many people understood that. I mean, <laughs> I, I did. I think Mikey background, did. Background story. Yeah. I literally text Ty five seconds after he sends that, and I said, hey, just so you know, nobody understood what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, there's literally only one or two people that know her in this league, and he literally sends me a text back that says, I'm sorry. I'm like, you don't have to apologize <laughs> to me. I'm just letting you know that you look like a dipshit right now. So, yes, there's a backstory. That was good stuff. Worst gift tie. Yes. No, see, Shields didn't even provide a gift. That's true. That surprises he was, me, he too. He was giftless. That's wow. true. But Shields he did loses. give Brendong. Brendong. Brendong is solid. Brendong so Abernathy. He did, he it was good. <laughs> and, and I think at least we kind of understood it. Um, any Anybody else? I like Adams, too. Wedding Crashers. He was just ready to party. He looked like he was going to have a good time. Um, Mahoney's was on point, too, yeah. for, on brand. Yeah. Big, big LeVar Ball. Him, Mahoney being his favorite son, worked out real well. Mm-hmm. You, had, you had Nick with the Shaq face. That's that, I feel like that's on brand for Nick and his team. Of course, James Curry with the Super Saiyan. Oh, <laughs> 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 Biggest Dragon Ball Z fan, uh, maybe ever. ever. 
Um, Aldi with D Lillard. Thanks, Aldi. I appreciate that shouting out my player. Um, sorry that Excuse I sorry me. that I took him from you. Hubble, <laughs> I'm a fancy boy from Seinfeld. <laughs> Solid reference there. It is. Um, Dunk City for Mr. Gerard. Going back to Mr. Michael Jordan. We'll get into your draft later, but I'm not sure your team's up to up to Jordan's <laughs> standards, my friend. <laughs> Looks like a Horns team, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Dante with the big baby Davis face. That was, a, that was a good face he was making there. Brandon, of course, on brand with his team as well. He who must not be named. I'm not going to say his name. I'm sure. Voldemort, Dr- pussy. <laughs> <laughs> You're great. Uh, I'm going 0 and 18 now. Fuck. <laughs> I bet you, Mikey doesn't win a single another category for the whole rest of the season. You're fucking kidding wow. me right now. You're gonna lose our bet. We have a thirty dollar fucking side bet on who's gonna go further this season. I'm gonna beat his ass. And the Dolphins are gonna fucking lose this week, douche. <laughs> As Brent, as Brandon is wearing a Dolphins hoodie, that's perfect. Um, and then I had the office, another office reference. Dwight dropping his suitcase uh, on the desk, and then Q wrapped it up with the. Uh, did you guys know who that rapper was that was rapping out of that Bentley window? I I, I believe it was Roddy Rich, but I could be wrong. Wow, mm. what a fucking kids night. these I days. I have to review the tape. <laughs> kids these days. Kids these days. <laughs> I would have to review the tape, but I'm pretty. You can eighty percent. We can review the tape. Yeah, I'll get back. To you. Yeah, he'll get we'll get back. back. We'll get back later on. We'll get back on if that was Roddy Rich or not. Um, we're gonna. If it was or it wasn't, still. Eh. Yeah, mm. decent. Meh. Eh. Decent at best. Not, not, not the right crowd for that one, Q. But appreciate <laughs> the insight into your personality. For pickups, we're gonna move over to pickups here. We're not a ton of pickups, which is which is good. I like that. Um, team slime balls right after the draft. I mean, immediately after the draft, just drops. I, I'm gonna butcher the, the pronunciation of this name. R- Rio Hachimura. He dropped Hachimura. Hachimura. Because he, oh. he has pink eye. On the wire. Yeah, dude. <laughs> pink eye. Severe case though. Dude, Three weeks of pink eye. That's, dude, that's, that's brutal. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> Stop eating out dude. strippers buttholes. <laughs> was was he on Houston? He's on the. <laughs> He's on the Wizards. <laughs> Shit, surprising. <laughs> That's surprising. God damn it. Gotta wonder, though, why he drafted him and immediately drops him. I don't know. Yeah, by our spots. He wanted to waste some money. Yeah, he could have put him on IR. You know what? It's interesting. Um, and then we're moving over to Shields, picking up Denny Avdija, another guy that I'm butchering the shit out of the pronunciation there. Team Monstars, picking up Norman Powell from mm-hmm. Toronto. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mikey Toon Squad, Terrence Ross. What do you what do you think about Terrence? We like what we saw out of him preseason. Uh, he took a shot, and I was a, real happy with what I saw. Um, it went around the rim and didn't go in, but it looked good. It was almost <laughs> clean, so we thought he might add a add a little bit of spark to uh, Markel Fultz. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Terrence Ross is uh, now a Toon Squad member. It's a nice pick. Nice Thank pickup. You. Thank you. And then um, Tom Riddle picking up Cole Anthony. Yeah, you know I I have to put. Mr. Kemba on the IR, so I figured I wanted some more assists in there. And Cole Anthony looks really good. Orlando sucks, so I figured he's going to just get more and more playing time. Mm. And the dude's a dog. He's got some fight in him. I like watching him play. And he actually plays defense. Whenever him and uh, LaMelo Ball had their little battle, he was just blowing by him all day long. I'll take him over LaMelo all day. Easy dollar. That's nice. And then Dante, uh, this morning, drops Carmelo Anthony. See you later, Carmelo. His career over? Maybe. Maybe for fantasy. And he's going to pick up Shake Milton. Mr. Shake. That's an interesting first name. Yeah. I hadn't heard of him before uh, before he picked him up today, so. His brother's name is Bake. 
<laughs> <laughs> so wait, is Carmelo Anthony is he is he not starting in the lineup like at all in for Portland right now or what's happening there? Let's see he wasn't what's starting anyway. I don't believe it's Covington take over a spot. I don't have. get it. He's still playing for the Nuggets, right? No, he's on. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got him. He did. Almost got me. I tried. I tried. I tried. But he hit 24 minutes in his opening night, 15 points, and only four rebounds, one steal. Robert Covington and Derrick Jones Jr. Wow. He actually, he actually had a decent night. Yeah, he's just he's just a points guy, though. I don't yeah. think he's really going to. I see what, I see what Dante's doing. And, I get it. Um, the last pickup, Adam, the Denver Garage League's scooping up Willie Cauley-Stein. Must have liked what he, uh, let's see what he did opening night last night. Garage Lee's best name in the league. Interesting pickup there, Adam. I'm, I'm really not quite sure what you're looking at. He only played six minutes. Yeah, but, but you're not looking at the whole thing. Zero yeah. turnovers, dude. Oh, dude, for sure. You get what I'm saying? I forgot turnovers. Zero turnovers, <laughs> yeah. man. Bruder's all a, about it. <laughs> such Bruder's a big step. all about it, dude. <laughs> Unbelievable. Field goal percentage at all? Yeah, exactly. He's shooting 100 <laughs> almost. He didn't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two points. <laughs> That's awesome. Interesting, though. He's playing the long game there, um, the Denver Garage Leagues. That's good. All right. Well, we're going to move right on into the draft recap. It was a, it was a fun draft. We had uh, seven of the 16 members come by. Uh, it was good to see everybody. Good to hang out, spend some time, and then, um, yeah, let's let's just get right into it. Um, Mikey he had the well. Let's go with the first pick first. First overall pick. What what do you guys think? Um, how did Q do? Would you guys have done the same thing? Luka Doncic is overrated. He uh, mm. took a terrible pick. Uh, you had Anthony Davis and. You know what? Fuck Giannis. I, I, yeah, his name's not Giannis, but I'm calling him fucking Giannis. $28 million to fucking miss that three, free throw yesterday. You fucking kidding me? Um, but going back to Luka, I don't know if he's a number one pick. Um, I think he's top five for sure, but I, I don't know. I just saw other options out there, and I don't think that it was the best decision. Uh, he broke Brandon's heart on top of the whole process. Um, Which I'm happy for, because last night he did not look like the number one pick. And no. And Jokic was real good for him. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. And then with the two pick, um, Mikey taking Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. That's a good pick. Mm-hmm. It was uh, with Anthony Davis. Here was the whole thing at the end of the day. So he's a player that's going to get me rebounds. He's going to get me points. He's going to get me blocks. And we all know that blocks are a tough category to come by in this mm-hmm. league. That's for damn sure. Um, I did give a mic drop. Indeed. I did give a mic drop that's... to David. This was before the draft even happened. So here it was. Speech mm-hmm. Jam one. timing molly upstairs is going nuts for the anthony davis pick (laughs) that's fantastic oh shit and then after he takes anthony davis let's let's get his thoughts on uh this was post post draft i just chose mr anthony mr anthony davis how do you feel feel great uh unibrow uh maybe shaved off and i'm gonna try to grow one myself (laughs) so we'll see uh we'll see what he can do nick said his arms are really skinny He says his arms are really skinny. They may snap in half, but we'll see what happens there. <laughs> great choice. Great choice. Uh, 
That's all we got there. And then moving on, pick three, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yes, sir. Um, same kind of logic that Mikey had. I figured he's going to be getting me blocks. Um, he runs point a lot for his team. Looks like it might, from last night, slow down a little bit. He wasn't handling the ball as much as I was hoping for, and he was shooting a bad percentage, but hopefully that improves as the season goes by. Um, but after him slipping to three, I felt like he was a must-take at that spot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think he's a great pick. He provides in a lot of categories, and to get him at three is, is really nice. And then to have, to have Q kind of not – take him, or Mikey for that matter, not take him because of a, a slight injury designation. You, you kind of lucked out there. I think I did. Brandon, Mikey, any thoughts on, on Giannis? Good thing free throw percentage isn't a fucking category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a very good point. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't go wrong with Giannis. Any, any one of the top ten guys could have gone in any order, if you ask me. For sure. For sure. And then pick four, Brandon, Mr. Tom Riddle himself, taking Nikola Jokic. No, we're the bad guys. we got to have the Joker on the team. <laughs> he does everything. He throws the ball all the way down the court. doesn't have to play defense. Just stands still. He's huge. His, his, free th- or his shooting percentage was, I think, 60% last night. Had over 20 points, a double-double, almost a triple-double. I'll be looking forward to that all season. Absolutely. Nice choice. And then... Speaking of that, we got a we got an interview. Four, I know there's a lot of back and forth. What made you go Jokic? Uh, because I got bamboozled. I, th- I thought Luka was coming to me, and then my heart got ripped out. And I feel like it, Jokic is the safest pick. He's an elite center. I feel like there's a lot of centers, but there's not a lot of centers who get as many stats as he does. So I'll be safe. Good choice, Luka at four. I say Luca after he doesn't get Luca. He gets I was Jokic. heartbroken by not getting Luca. And good pick at number four with Luca. With Luca. Oh. No one else in the draft room knows. You better believe I called him out immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Of course. As you should. As you should. And then Mahoney takes Cat. Carl Anthony Towns. The kitty cat. The kitty cat. He's a good pick, though. He's going to provide in a lot of categories. I was, I was watching an interview of him last night, and he seems to have a different mentality. doesn't even relate to himself. Uh, losing his mom is a big deal, and I think he's a little motivated. So nice nice choice there, Mahoney. What do you guys think of that pick? Uh, decent pick. Um, Mahoney's coming off a semifinal championship loss right now mm. for uh, uh, fantasy football. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Carl Anthony can spark up a little happiness in his life. Depression mm-hmm. is set heavily in, yeah. um, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Carl Anthony Towns can't go wrong though. He's a he's a solid player. Um, I think it will. I think it will be a, a fun run for for Old Mahoney in this league. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I think any time you can get a center that can shoot threes as well and um, handles a lot of the ball and distributes out of the center position. Um, when you can get one of those, there's only a few in the league. So when you can pick one up, you got to. Absolutely. And then moving on to pick six, we had Gerard, a.k.a. G, the St. Louis Statesman, select LeBron James. I mean, you cannot ever go wrong with picking LeBron, especially at six. Um, G, this was without a doubt your best pick of the draft. Uh, <laughs> and, it, and it really, we'll get into this later on, but it, it just really went downhill after this. Uh, but way to start off. Way to start off on the right foot. I was just surprised with. I mean, he got lucky that Jay Crowder fell in the third round. I figured you would take Jay with that sixth pick. He's still on the board. 
Um, <laughs> and you take LeBron instead. So I, I it's it's it makes a, you wonder why everyone was passing. Yeah, I don't understand. Totally. Jay Crowder can ball is is what I heard. So he shot one for he was one for six yesterday. One for five from three. Um, four points, four boards, four assists. I I, I mean. I don't know. He should have went one in my mind, but LeBron, you can't go wrong with LeBron. Uh, all, all jokes aside, LeBron is an awesome uh, player. People still trying to say that he's not top three in the NBA. Like I heard yesterday on ESPN was kind of crazy, um, but he's, he consistently gets his team to the conference championship um, and at least to the final. So yeah, I mean, great pick. Can't go wrong. Only thing with LeBron this year is that he has already came out and said he won't be playing back to back. So hopefully that does not hurt you. That is correct. Mm -hmm. Great fucking point. Yeah, the only thing I had concerns about LeBron James was he's getting to the end of his career. They had the shortest off season that they've ever had, Um, and I feel like they're going to rest him anytime they can. So um, that's the only thing that concerned me, LeBron, when I was looking at him at three as well. With him not winning the MVP last year, he don't give a shit about the about the regular season anymore. Nope. It's all about rings for him. Agreed. Mm-hmm. As long as they get to the playoffs, he'll he's not gonna he'll play as minimal as possible in the regular yeah. season. Couldn't agree more. Yep, that's the only the only bad side about LeBron, but he's still LeBron. Couldn't agree more. Pick seven, Justin Hubble takes the freshman twenty two, Mr. James Harden. Tully Tubby. Boy, oh boy, this guy put on some weight, but he is still James Harden. Can still shoot lights out. But does he finish the season with the Rockets? What do you guys? What do you guys think? Just fine, fifty thousand dollars. That's uh, nothing for him. Yeah, some pocket change. But yeah, but if he misses any time, he's gonna lose like five hundred grand a game that he misses because of this, you know, non-mask wearing party goer. So it could become a really substantial amount of money. But you're right, fifty k to him is like ten bucks to us. I imagine think. the strippers were good looking, though. right? Yeah. For sure, for sure. With that money, hopefully, worth it. Hopefully, he didn't. <laughs> oh, it was fifty thousand dollars strippers. <laughs> hopefully, he didn't have pink eye like uh, Hachimura. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> yeah, I just think that he's gonna be probably lackluster until he's traded, and I think he's gonna be kind of not giving. I mean, he doesn't usually give it all of his effort all the time, but I think it's gonna be a lot less until he's on a team that he's gonna be happy with. Mm-hmm. Yep. And who does he match well with? Pretty interesting to see. Team that sucks that he can go and just take the ball and not pass it ever and not play defense and score thirty five a game. Mm-hmm. Pick eight, Adam the AKA the Denver Garagelis go with Joel Embiid. You know this is an unfortunate pick. Yeah, he's a he's a Kansas. He's just yeah, Kansas sucks. I have nothing else to say. I but like but Joel Embiid is a good player. I just don't like him at all. Well, the thing is, Adam. Attended KU, uh, so he is. told me that if Embiid was still there at eight, which he was ranked like fifteenth, yeah. he's gonna be there. At eight, <laughs> so um, he said he had to take a KU guy. So unfortunately, Adam is a KU graduate, mm. so that's what that pick was all about. And I'm the villain. <laughs> we'll let that slide, Adam. We won't hold that against you. Um, but way to way to go get your Jayhawk. Uh, pick nine. The Hawks. Steal the draft. Dante Bailey takes Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. You think so, Mike? Steal, steal the draft. So this is, uh, after watching, I think a lot of people were skeptical of what was going to happen with him, with his injury. But let's not forget that back about three years ago when there was, uh, when, probably last time some of us even did fancy basketball, LeBron James and Kevin Durant were the one and two. Um, Kevin Durant is a top three pick. 
Uh, we just balked at it because of the injury, and he is about to show it. He already showed it one game um, with Kyrie. I think Kyrie's a piece of shit um, person, but I think they'll complement each other very well because they both seem to have some piece of shit attitudes from time to time. So, um, yeah, Kevin Durant, great pick. Dante, way to steal that one. If you thought it was a steal at nine, what do you think he would should have gone at? I think he should have been in the top five, personally. I don't like Joel Embiid over Kevin Durant. That's for damn sure. Went four. Yeah, exactly. Brandon <laughs> Brandon was, was talking Brandon was talking about it. Um and, and once again, Jokic is he's Jokic is the more safer play at the end of the day. Yeah. He's um, gonna fill up way more yeah, stats. He yeah. might not score as much, but he's right. gonna fill up all the stats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was very yes. tough still. Durant's an animal. I don't know. At the end of the day, like Kevin Durant's one of those players that you look at and you realize that he is a. It's like baseball. There's the five tool player, um, in baseball. Like it's essentially there's a five and six and seven tool player in fantasy basketball as well. There is a guy that gets blocks and steals and and shoots threes and makes the points and does all that all those different things that you need to happen. And Durant's that guy. Um, I was seeing some smaller guys yesterday get some get some rebounds like five or six or seven rebounds. I'm like shit. You know, I'm going for guys that are getting nine and ten rebounds, but are throwing up four or five points. Um, so guys like that obviously are very, very, um, you know, valuable on your team. So for sure, and the small forward position, I would argue, is the um, slimmest of any position this season mm-hmm. in fantasy. And so there were only two small forwards taken in LeBron and Durant in round one. And I, I actually like Durant more than LeBron this year um, for all the reasons we kind of talked about earlier. Um, Mikey, why don't you go ahead and intro pick ten? Yeah, uh, Corey sideshows face at the draft, um, and then all, immediately I regret my decision on taking Anthony Davis, which is okay. Uh, I decided to make the trade off for Corey. Group chatted out, send it out. Corey shows he's a Lakers fan supposedly, but he doesn't accept the trade. He lets it sit on the table and then it expires. So um, bad decision. Bad decision. Karma's coming your way, Corey. You had the opportunity to have Anthony Davis on your team and Curry. I don't know. That team's looking pretty shitty, to be honest with you. It looks like another year of me not watching Warriors basketball. So uh, we'll see what happens. Well, if I was uh, if I was him, I would have pulled the trigger on that trade right away. Literally oh, the moment the it was moment offered. Was Why was that even <laughs> sent, Mikey? I mean, <laughs> literally blown away. It's Anthony Davis. You know, <laughs> you, you know me. I'm reckless. always trying to spice up the pot a little bit. Oh, I'm all it. in. I'm going all in. I love it. 7-2 offsuit. I'm all in. Here we go. Let's see what happens. And then pick 11, Shields going with Trey Young, and Trey Young Woo-hoo! looked awesome. Amazing. Brandon, what was how many? What was his three-point percentage? What was he like? Do you remember? Uh, do not remember off the top of my head. It was like 8 for 10 or something. It was, Very good. It was crazy. Um, but he scored like 40 points. He had, I want to say, like eight or nine assists. A really, really good showing from Trey Young. And I, I think at 11, that's a really, really strong pick. Because I don't think the Hawks have a whole lot of other talent there. Beast. And then I got pick uh, 12. I went uh, with Damian Lillard, the bubble MVP. Um, had a really bad first game. He didn't score a point in the first half. He only finished with 12. I'm not terribly concerned, but a little alarmed. at, at just He only put up 12 points. Um, just not what I expected out of my first-round pick, but it's a long season. What do you guys think of Mr. Lillard? The Jazz whooped that ass last night. Mm-hmm. That was that was a beatdown. Um, mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's a great pick. The dude's the dude will eat with CJ on the other side of things. Uh, I think that you know he's gonna get the three pointers, gonna get the assist. He just didn't have a great game, but you're you're sitting pretty with him. He's yeah. he's a solid pick. 
Yeah, I think he was definitely best available at 12 mm-hmm. if you look at the players that are drafted after him. Yeah. Um, I don't know where to not take in any other player be behind him before him. So I think it was a good pick. And then at pick 13, Mr. James Curry, a.k.a. Team Curry. James, we're going to work on that team and uh, logo here this week, my friend. <laughs> um, ben Simmons, a guy who doesn't score a whole lot but produces in a lot of other categories. And, and I think really this predicted a lot of how James's draft was going to go. We're going to dive into kind of the, the 2021 predictions here in a little bit. But this really set the stage for his team and, and how he wanted to build his team. And clearly points were not uh, a priority. What do you guys think of uh, Ben Simmons? Uh, well, he James was all about wanting to draft a 76er. He realized Allen Iverson wasn't playing on the team anymore. That's a shame. Then he saw then he saw uh, uh, he saw Ben Simmons available, and he knew that Embiid was gone. Um, so all of a sudden, Simmons is there, and that was the guy he took. I think he's too injury prone personally, um, but once again, James had his guy on lock. It he took every fucking pick to the last fucking second. So, so he, he must. I, I can't really say he made that pick quickly, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. Ben Ben Simmons, solid player, but once again, a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. Not a fan of anybody on the Sixers, to be honest. Yeah, they're just a roller coaster ride, and they're uh, just a mess to watch. Mm, like right. a bunch of crybabies all playing on the same team. Yeah. <laughs> right about that. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! I'm curious what will happen if he gets traded to the Rockets with if they somehow create a package to get hard. Be interesting. Dude, be, be very interesting. Him and Wall. I don't know if that's a good combo. No. No. <laughs> no. Move to small forward. Like, exactly. You know, can't shoot. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting to have two Sixers picked in the first round, and Embiid and Simmons. And the only other team that had two fantasy was uh, the Lakers and LeBron and uh, Anthony Davis. So only two teams to take two first round picks. Moving on, pick 14. Ty takes Jason Tatum, the St. Louis native. What do you guys think of Mr. Tatum? Did you guys see that shot he took to win the game yesterday? Ooh, bank. That was fucking money over G- <laughs> over over fucking Giannis's head, and, mm-hmm. and then Giannis missed his free throws once again. Um, yeah, I mean, are what, you upset about that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, I had two hundred and fifty dollars on that missed free throw, dude. Unbelievable. They were a plus three forty. A plus three forty. I would have won literally like five hundred dollars from that game. Okay. That and makes then he missed. So not only did Jason Tatum rip the heart directly out of my chest, but then Giannis gets a gift of an <laughs> opportunity to take two free throws, and you literally just saw him poop himself when he takes that second free throw because there was too much pressure on him. It was ridiculous. But Jason Tatum is a awesome player. The Celtics are very. They lost Gordon Hayward. Didn't even seem like it. You know, yesterday they they're looking really good, and Tatum's a big part of that reason. So great pick by Ty. He's got a lot to prove this year. Teams, it's his team for mm-hmm. sure, and even more so, like Mike said, with Gordon Hayward not being there. And once Kemba comes back, I think it opens it up even more for him. So yeah, great pick. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jalen Brown looked really good too. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know who has him off the top of my head, but whoever picked him, that was a good choice Smart. too. Pick fifteen. Uh, Mr. Pallardy, San Diego Pallardy, picks up Devin Booker. I think this is a good pick. I was mulling between Lillard and Booker, and I'm, I'm, I am satisfied to pick Lillard, but um, Booker didn't look the best last night either. Yeah, I think he had a, a, a relatively slow start for him, but, again, it's a long season. Started the game off like 6 for 7, and then quiet the whole mm-hmm. rest of the game. Yeah, but the Suns didn't look too good all in general. My Chris Paul pick is not looking good either. He looked slow and 
They just don't look like they've played together yet. Yeah, it'll take some time. Which yeah. they haven't. So we'll get wrong. Phoenix Suns for the San Diego Sun. Uh, it's <laughs> it's going to be an interesting season for that team. I mean, they pulled off a W yesterday, though, and Paul didn't play his best game. So I think that this team's a playoff team finally. I mean, how many times – we haven't seen it since the Steve Nash days, honestly. When's the last time – wasn't fucking Charles Barkley on that team too back when? Is well, that who that was? Stoudemire. Yeah, yeah, Stoudemire okay, okay. Nash. So, Stoudemire Nash. so, I mean, at the end of the day, like, when's the last time we – we are so used to seeing, like, growing up, the Suns being at the fucking bottom always. Mm-hmm. Like, Phoenix on, on the bottom always. We would see that. So, it's it's nice to see them potentially being a team to finally, you know, step up and make the playoffs. Speaking of that Suns team, they're essentially now the Brooklyn Nets with Steve Nash and then their coach, Mike D'Antoni, who's now an assistant coach for them. Wild. So, Wild. A little bit of a swap there. Mm-hmm. Moving on, pick 16. Taylor Aldridge, he gets the last pick, and he takes Bradley Beal, guy who can score. Um, but a little bit of interesting with Westbrook going there to the to Washington. But what do you guys think of Mr. Bradley Beal? Reach. <laughs> <laughs> Big reach. Who would you have gone with instead? Uh, I like pick 18. I think mm-hmm. uh, I think it would have complimented mm-hmm. Kawhi and Zion would have been much better than, yep. than Kawhi and Bradley Beal. Yep. So, I mean, it makes me happy. I want to see Taylor finish last for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, my opinion is, is he did come back with a great pick, obviously. You get that back-to-back. I, I don't. I thought he was going to take Zion because he said something in the first podcast we ever did. So I was kind of intrigued to not see him do that. Um, but just looking ahead and looking at everybody else that fell after, there was a couple other better pieces. But, I mean, once again, dude, like you got Kawhi Leonard on your team and now you have – you know, you have him as well. It's it's tough, honestly. Zion's um, blocks are worth two, though, from how hard he blocks them. It should be. Commission, <laughs> Kamish, can we look into that? Yeah, we'll look into that. Uh, we'll look at the, considered a volleyball spike. <laughs> yeah. We'll get the velocity okay. down if it's over 60 yes. miles an hour, so which all of Zion's are. We'll Done. Yeah, mm-hmm, for, sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Double the point. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Taylor goes Kawhi Leonard, the pick after that. First pick of the second round. Uh, he, he did, I think, did a good job there. Yep. Do you guys have any favorite picks of the second round? We're not going to cover the entire round, but anybody that like sticks out to you is like, wow, that's a that's a nice nice choice there. Oh, well, I was surprised about the Wizards yesterday. Um, I think the St. Louis Master Bakers with Russell Westbrook there. Yeah, that's what I was just yeah. saying. What? Yeah, fucking Russell 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 Westbrook. That's Great fucking pick. Great pick, dude. I like Bam there at twenty six as well. Mm. I was really hoping he was going to fall down mm-hmm. a couple more spots to me, but yeah, I was really wanting Bam. I'm ha- Brandon Ingram at 29. Yeah, that's Boy, nice. You guys just let yeah. that one fall mm-hmm. right to me. Yeah, he might be my best player. Him and Jokic are going to be two headed monster on my team. Rudy Gobert with 19 boards yesterday. Mm-hmm. That yeah, was nice. yeah, a lot of good picks. I, I think with with I'll start off with Russell Westbrook. My concern with him is the same as LeBron. He's not going to play back to backs. He's just getting old and shoots a terrible field goal percentage. But he's going to produce in a lot of other categories. Bam Adebayo looked awesome. Mm-hmm. He looked really good, and, and he's going to be that that uh, big man for that team, and he's going to put up a lot of points. Ja Morant, like, he had an awesome first game. I don't know that that's going to keep up, um, but he looked really good. He put up 40-plus. Um, I really like Mahoney's pick, DeAndre Ayton. If you watch the Suns game, he was a focal point in that offense. He got the ball a lot. They, they were feeding the ball through the post. And then my favorite pick um, is actually is Brandon's pick, as much as I hate to say it. Brandon Ingram looked awesome, almost had a triple-double, put up 20-plus. Uh, that was a pleasant pleasant surprise, I'm sure, for, for Brandon. Yes. I knew it would happen, but uh, yes. The third round, Jay Crowder. Yeah, we got to cover this third <laughs> round. Um, 
Are we on worst Jay pick? Are we on Crowder. worst pick now? We're not on worst pick, but we might as well cover it because we're on the third it's not round. Even close. Gerard, man, I, what in the world were you thinking? Got him in the last round. During the draft, we literally were talking, and I oh. made a comment, and I said, "We're we're in round nine, in the middle of round nine, and I said this is when Jay Crowder was scheduled to go in drafts is in round, middle of round nine." But it was hilarious because Dante texted him like, "What are you doing?" And Gerard texts back. Jay can ball. <laughs> Hilarious. As we've seen the first two games throwing up severely mediocre numbers, yeah. not getting playing time. Yeah, we'll he see. might. I'm predicting right now that Jay Crowder will be dropped within three weeks. Third and round that's pick. just third round picks. So that's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gerard, man. You <laughs> nothing else to still say. Players yeah. still you could have had Jamal Murray. You could have had Zach Levine, Demontis, Demontis Sabonis, who put up a double double, like fifteen boards and like twenty five points. Could have had him. You could have had De'Aaron Fox, Zach Levine. <laughs> like, dude, literally anybody else <laughs> was a better choice than Jay Crowder. I think the worst pick of the drafts, besides that, is and it's so funny that you did this, David. You're going down the line. You're naming all these players, but there's one guy you skipped over, and it's the exact guy I think is the worst pick in the draft. I think Porzingis is the worst pick in the draft because mm. because the dude literally is always hurt yeah always hurt so yes maybe you'll get four or five games of stats out of him when he finally comes back but at the end of the day he's going to find himself back on the ir once again so i i don't like it i think that levine john wall Ubre, like all these guys behind him are are better picks so I, i get what you're doing because he's supposed to be going right where you took him but i don't know i'm not i'm not a fan I'm with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely with you. But uh, back to that Jay Crowder pick. Every draft needs someone like you in it, so thanks for it being you. Oh, <laughs> Gerard. <laughs> Unbelievable. Helps us out a lot. That's Sorry. good stuff. Sorry, G. All right, well, I'm going to get into some um, post-draft interviews here. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to go with uh, Mikey's post-draft interview real quick. I'm here with Mikey Vaccaro. He's about to leave the draft room. Closing statements, Mr. Vaccaro. Yeah, got a couple. Uh, Anthony Davis, uh, we're looking to send him out already. We don't really like what we see from him already uh, in the locker room. We're going to go ahead and try to ship him off to the uh, threes or nothing squad. Uh, Steph Curry looks like he could be potentially being a two squad member. Uh, Bored at the draft. Uh, but what else do you expect? I mean, I draft terribly, but there's going to be a lot of pickups made throughout the year. Um, also, we didn't like the kind of style of unibrow that he was this year um, as well. So, Anthony, uh, figure your shit out if you're going to stay on the Toon Squad. Also, um, I want to make it known that Tom Riddle is a true piece of shit. Um, he will do nothing this year. We have a $30 side bet, and I will destroy him. And that is all I have to say to you, David. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Davis looking to get shipped already. Already. Oh, good. Draft night. Already trying to move him. I am. Uh, he's on the trading block. I am officially accepting any white person on my team right now. Um, please send off whatever you can. I'm looking for white chocolate. Yes, please. Give him, send him to me, please. <laughs> All right. Anthony Davis not making the cut. No. We did get some comments from Corey and Nick post draft. Here they are. Post draft here with Corey Hoffmeister and Nick Pallardy. Corey, who was the best pick in the draft? Obviously, the answer is Steph Curry at number 10. <laughs> but not to boast my team anymore, I'd say the best pick of the draft. 
Mikey picking Clay Thompson on a little loophole that no one else knew about, but we will, we will discuss that next season. Uh-oh. Corey clearly not pleased with Mikey's Clay Thompson pick in the ninth round. Oh, we got Molly attacking Nick. Nick, what was the worst pick in the draft? astonished with uh, the old Jay Crowder there in round three of a National Basketball Association fantasy draft. And, uh, you know, interesting league we have here, so we'll see what happens. See if Jay, uh, Jay comes out and is an all-star or, you know, top 15 player as expected. So, anyways, good luck to everybody. It was a great draft. <laughs> Gerard just can't get out of the doghouse. <laughs> mm, that's great. Do you guys agree with Steph Curry being the best pick of the draft? No. 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 He's he's talking about himself. Uh, he's no. trying to make himself happy with his own team. Yep. He could have had the best trade in the draft, but he decided he against it. He could have had Anthony I Davis on his team. I would have done that trade immediately. I don't yeah. understand why he didn't. It's not on the table anymore. I don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> so are you liking what you've seen in Anthony Davis now? No, no, or? no. I'm still trying to ship off Davis. Like, I'm not trying to keep him. I'm trying to – I want to recover some some better talent. I think Anthony Davis is uh, – he's good. He's going to put throw up some stats for me. But at the same time, I, I got – I think I get a couple pieces for Anthony for Davis now. One? Yeah, two-for-one deal now. Oh. Maybe a dollar in, in waiver wire cap as well. Maybe send me that over. I don't know. Make a, make some offers, boys. Send them off. Well, you heard it here. Anthony Davis on the block already. On the block. On the block. Wow. Send your offers to Mikey. Christmas Day yet. Wow. Cancer in the locker room right now. Oh, jeez. Yep, tough. That is that is tough. <laughs> Not enough brows in that locker room. <laughs> you got to have an even number in the Toon Squad locker room of eyebrows. Exactly, 100%. Very, very clear cut. Well, that covers the draft. We're gonna we're gonna get into predictions. So these are twenty twenty one predictions. I ran the ESPN projections for every single team. We're gonna start off with points. Um, the number one team in points projected is gonna be Nick Pallardy. His team is projected to score one hundred and ninety points a game for his team. Um, number two is myself. I disagree with that. My team is not putting up numbers yet. Corey at three. But last place, Mikey, your team just doesn't doesn't put up any points. Uh, yeah, they're not they're not shooters um, at all. But at the end of the day, you what you look at is you look at people below, you know ahead of you. You look at the people at the top. You look at somebody like Nick Pallardy. You know he'll show his interest for the in the league for the first four weeks, and then all of a sudden he'll drop off. I'll start picking people up, and my points will skyrocket over his because he's got people on IR that are in his starting roster. Um, but also at the same time, I was projected to score not shit yesterday, and my team threw up 35 more points than what I was projected. So all this stuff at the beginning is what it was projected on like a 40-something game, 50-something game season last year. I know that we got another 56, 62, whatever it is this year. But I think that, you know, I'm not too worried about the point category right now. I got a lot of other stuff cooking. Actually, yeah, no, you're totally right. Um, and as we dig into these other stats, you'll hear kind of how Mikey built his team as well as everybody else. Um, for assists, though, and this is we kind of alluded to it earlier when James James took Ben Simmons, but he is projected to have the most assists in this league, followed up by uh, T. Brew, who's tied with Brandon. We have both of these folks in here right now. Wow. Projected to both come in second with assists. So you guys, did you guys mean to build your team heavy in assists, or did that just kind of happen? I did for sure. 
Yeah, I think I, I mean, I was definitely looking at it. It wasn't something I was actively seeking out of someone that's going to give me a lot of assists, but it just ended up where my spot was. There's a lot of people that get high assist numbers. Absolutely. And then the low assists, guys who just didn't care about assists at all, I guess, Mahoney. No assist for your team, I guess, and shields. Like, you guys just aren't going to pass the ball. These are some selfish folks on these teams. <laughs> well, moving over to three points made, this one was very clear. Adam built his team around threes. It was an outlier here in this category. He has averaging projected. Again, these are all projections. He's projected about almost four more threes per game than any other team in this league. Brenner, did you get a chance to talk to Adam? Is that Was, was that going in? Was his plan? or? I have not talked to him in depth about his draft. Um, he's actually in Mexico right now. Oh, nice. um, so I'll, I'll get a report back to you guys on if that's something that he was seeking out draft day. I love it. I love it. Uh, Mahoney, you're, you're scoring some threes too. You're, you're projected number two. Corey projected three in the three category. And then at the bottom at 16, uh, you got James Curry just totally neglecting points and threes, just really doesn't care. And then you got uh, Mikey, 15 and threes. That's not really your M.O. Mm, no, decided against it. And it's, uh, it's points and three-pointers and all that different stuff that I'm usually all about. It, you know, I got guys that are going to get four or five of the other categories. At the end of the day, you win with a four to three score. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And one more thing to note, Corey's team, threes are nothing. He is projected third in threes, so he, he's fallen right in line with his team name. Steals, James is projected first here. Uh, Shields second. Uh, last, we got a tie for last in steals with Nick and Mahoney. Again, they just aren't really caring about steals. I think blocks for sure was the closest category of any. Um, we had a bunch of folks within a block a game. Pretty close. Um, number one, Mikey, your team was an outlier in this category mm. for sure. You built your team around blocks. Built them around blocks and built them around, built them around re rebounds. Look mm -hmm. at both those categories right there. Number one in both. So that's two categories you're going to have to beat me in. And what do you know? Number one in field goal percentage. There's three <laughs> categories. So I got to steal one of the other four, but I don't think you're beating me in any three of those categories, to be honest with you. Mm. Nope, but those other four categories are terrible. Are real 100%. Bad. <laughs> They're real bad. But once again, if I could steal one of those categories, those other three, I don't think anybody's beating me in. So, no, you're the only team in the league that's projected first in three categories. But your other four categories, you're not finishing higher than twelve. No, based on the projections. <laughs> it's so. bad there. Um, any other thoughts on blocks before we roll over into the rebound category? Rebounds, we got uh, Mikey again. We already alluded to it. He's he's ranked. He's projected number one. Um, Quentin built his team around rebounds. He's, he's projected two. T-Brew at three, rebound heavy there. And then last place in rebounds, Corey. Um, doesn't really care. Gerard really doesn't care. Jay Crowder's just not going to produce enough rebounds for you. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry sir. Um, we're going to fly over to field goal percentage. This is a little bit of a wild card category. Mikey's team is projected number one. You can He clearly built his team around the bigs. Mm -hmm. um, number two, we got James Curry. Number three, we got Mr. Taylor Aldridge. And then at the bottom of the list, the guard-heavy teams, you're going to find Adam's team. Makes sense. Three points made. He's not going to shoot a high field goal percentage. Mm -hmm. 15, you got Ty Grodefint. Uh, 14, you got uh, Mr. Brendan Shields. So these guys just aren't really going to shoot a high field goal percentage. They hope the other six categories are nice to them. All right, I ran the numbers. I did all the projections. The only team in the league with top five, with five top five categories is Mr. James Curry. Again, he totally neglected points and threes, 
but he hit top five in all the other five categories. Um, so we'll see how that pans out. And then the only team with four top five categories, Mr. Tyler Bruner. Thank you. Well done. Very nice way to draft. Well done. Very nice. And then I did the top eight. So the top 50% of the league, um, James is top five. He has five categories in the top eight. Um, T. Brew's got five in the top eight. And my team is top five in the top eight. So those are the only f- three teams that are projected five uh, to, to win five categories in the top eight. And then you got Corey with four. Brandon, you got four. Um, Justin, Shields, Ty all have four. So that's kind of projecting to be the top of the league. And then at the bottom, the only two teams that are only projected to be in the top half of the league with two categories is Nick Pallardy and is that Aldi? Yep. Oh, Aldi. Sorry. Mm. Perfect. Mm. Anyway, I'm sorry, three teams and Gerard. So Gerard, Aldi, and Nick, you guys are only projected to be in two, win two categories in the top eight. Not looking too good. No. Mm. Projections, reflections. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Gotta play the game. Yeah. yeah. Totally agree, but at least it gives us a good, you know, baseline, and we'll see how these projections shake out by the end of the year. But anything stick out to you guys? Who who do you guys think has the best team right now? Mm. That's tough. We've only had two two nights of basketball, so it's still super. I guess early. as of right now, it's me with seven to zero lead on James. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> beating up on little James. Let's go. No. What do you mean, little it's James? Too early to call anybody little James in the top five. Five, yeah, look at that shit, dude. I'm fucking beating this guy, and all of his guys are literally fucking going to strip clubs and getting COVID and shit. I'm good to go, man. Let's go. One and oh, me to start. Let's get it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I think it's too early to predict a best or worst team, really unless is. you want to just automatically just give Jay Crowder the worst team because he's on it. <laughs> but True. it's a little early. I'd say we give it a couple um, weeks. Let's let some players get hurt. Let's, for sure. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Yep. No, I totally agree. These projections will really mean nothing, but it's it's fun to kind of go over them and, and see how everybody drafted and how things shook out. We're gonna move over. We're gonna we're gonna interview our special guest here, Mr. Tyler Bruner. So, question one: We're gonna we're gonna start off with basketball, and then we're gonna get into some more fun questions. Okay. Overall, outside of your top picks, but like you know, down in the draft, who was your favorite guy that you you drafted? Down in the draft, uh, I really like. Uh, Blake Bridges, I think he's mm-hmm. going to have a big year, especially with um, his 3 and D type of um, mm-hmm. mentality. With, I think Paul, once he starts getting comfortable with his team, since there really wasn't a lot of preseason, it's going to take some time to rebuild with a, a new team, but I think that he's going to get some uh, good minutes and produce in a lot of categories. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Anybody on your team that you're you're kind of questioning, like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have gone there? Or? Yeah, I mean, the last couple picks, um, it's, it's all about health, really. Um, so it's a lot of a lot of guys that I think could have big years, but they've had injury issues their entire career, like uh, Marvin Bagley, Wendell Carter. I think they could have big years if they stay healthy. Um, so they're kind of just uh, those are where I was shooting for. Um, high um, high ceiling, mm-hmm. but also a um, low floor. So, Marvin Bagley looked pretty good. I mean, he played a lot of heavy minutes, I think, for, for Sacramento. And right. I should know, I have four kings on my team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, when he's healthy, he plays pretty well. But, like I said, he's dealt with injuries all, all of his career. So. For sure, for sure. 
All right, we'll get into a little bit more fun questions. Give us a fun fact about Adam. I don't think a lot of people in here know a lot of about Adam. None of us have really met him, so think about something that's nobody else would know. Give us a little insight as to Mr. Adam Stockhoff. Mm. All right, well, I'll, I'll start with just um, the overview of Adam. Adam grew up in the L.A. area, um, from L.A., um, went to Kansas for college, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, and then I met him in Kansas City. Um, we both worked at the same company together and then moved out to Denver and now we have an apartment there. So, uh, something about Adam. Mm. Something. Anything that he does, you're like, God damn it, Adam. You guys live together, so I mean. Besides that he went to Kansas? Yeah, yeah I mean, besides I mean. that, uh, not much. Um, Favorite meal, does he cook? I mean, yeah, he, he cooks a lot. Uh, <laughs> really big uh, sausage pasta fan. Oh. Big fan of that. Um, so, yeah, he's a pretty decent cook. Uh, great guy, even though, yeah, like we've yeah, well, to. We're going to forget it. Uh, we just kind of brush past that. Um, he's not one of those annoying KU fans, so that's nice. So that's, that's big. Um, really good at video games. If you guys ever play Fortnite, um, he's he's a good player. So, interesting. Nice. Is his favorite NBA team the Lakers? Is he's from LA or? Yeah. Okay. Makes oh, sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I got okay. a question. Yeah. You're sitting in your car. Okay. okay. Beautiful Friday night. Um, you're all of a sudden song comes on and it's uh, "We Them Boys" by Wiz Khalifa. Who's the first person that comes to mind when you hear that? Well. Obviously you, Mike. Oh, dude, hell yeah, man. <laughs> we them boys, bro. Yeah, dude. Appreciate that, man. I like the build-up to that question. No further questions. <laughs> no further questions. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, Brunner, this is another weird question, but what do you have a favorite T-shirt? Like, if you were to think, like, in your closet, like, man, this is my favorite T-shirt, what's on it? Favorite T-shirt? Like, just... Not a hoodie or anything. Could be anything. Like anything that you wear on top of your body. A top. Okay. My favorite outfit, t-shirt, whatever, is uh, a hoodie that I got. It's uh, for new Mizzou football coach, but it says Drink Up, and it looks like a Ooh. Coors. Oh, nice. I like that It's shit. like Coors logo, and it says Drink Up, and it has, like, brewed in Columbia since mm -hmm. 2020. It's pretty cool. That's solid. Yep. Last question. I'm going to wrap it up here. If you had, so in an ideal world, you get fantasy world, fast food restaurants. Okay. You get an entree, you get a side item, and then you get a dessert. But they can be, they have to be from different restaurants. What's going to be your entree, what's your dessert, and what's your appetizer? Man, I wish I had got these questions oh, to me. Oh, you're on the spot. Dude, this is oh. tough. Organic. This it's going to be. A fast food. Fast food. Gotta ha doesn't necessarily have to have a drive through but it's got to be quick. Like, you're not sitting down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, entree would be a spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. That's mm -hmm. nice. That's okay, real I'll nice. Have to have either Chick-fil-A sauce or the sweet and spicy sriracha. Mm. Nice. Um, mm. That would be my entree. Uh, do you say side? You get a side, yeah. So it could be fries, it could be mozzarella sticks, it could be potato Ooh. skins. Mm. It could be a side salad if you want to go that route. No. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a pussy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I mean McDonald's fries. They, all right, all right, all right. Oh, nice. They are. You yeah, can't go wrong with yeah. that. Yeah. McDonald's fries. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would have to say that. And then last dessert. Boy, Chef McFlurry would have been good. Should have saved McDonald's. Um, yeah, blew the lid on that one a little yeah. too early. Mm. Quick. Uh oh. 
Ooh, I would probably do a chocolate chip cookie dough blizzard from Dairy Queen. Oh, that's nice. That sounds really good. Yeah. <laughs> All those things sounds like you're taking a big shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to feel great after this. <laughs> this is a fast food lineup. <laughs> Do you want me to throw a salad in there? No, 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 no salad. No salad, dude. No sure. salad. Don't worry about it. That's uh, awesome. I did say that was the last question, but uh, what's your favorite NBA team? Uh, Denver Nuggets. Nice. nice. Um, figured might as well follow him while I live there. So. Yeah, makes For perfect sure. sense. Well, that was Tyler Bruner. We appreciate him being here. We appreciate him being in town, being in the league. Great league member. Thanks, everyone. Any yes. closing thoughts from anybody? How do we feel like the draft's going to How do we feel like the league's going to go? What do you got? It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be ups and downs. I just hope at the end of it all, we see Taylor at the fucking bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Bruner? Oh, I, I uh, second that. I think it's going to be fun. Um, haven't done a fantasy football league in, or basketball league in forever, so I'm just glad we started this up, and hopefully it's something that can have some legs and not something that's like a one-and-done burnout. Everyone stops playing. So that's always been my experience with uh, fantasy basketball, so I'm just hoping that we have a good enough group of guys that people are going to care. Yep, piggybacking off that, exactly what I was going to say. I've said it once before. I'll say it again. It's... I've never had a successful fantasy basketball league ever, but this is a this actually has a legit because you know right when you start a league you know immediately if it's got a shot or not, and this league has a shot because of the people that are in it, because of the interactive stuff that we're doing. So continue it once again if you are not into it during the year. Let us know. It is a keeper league. It needs to be known that if you're not into it, that we need to replace you and find somebody else. So uh, I'm excited. It's going to be a fun year. So uh, everybody keep up the interactive uh, fun, and let's keep it going. Absolutely, and I couldn't agree more. If you're not in, that's we have 16 in the league, right? So next year, if we would need to cut it down to 12, if say, a couple of us aren't into it, um, I do think the foundation of this league is going to live on, and we will continue to do these these fun stuff, the podcast, and you know, just talking shit every week. Um, but yeah, totally agree. Get bought in. Check your lineup. Let's have fun. Yes, sir.